Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Hello listeners, welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. That's very, uh, that's very convenient. It is very convenient. That's a guest I have coming up later. Speaking of guests, I was meant to have Carl Barron on, but as regular listeners have uh, known throughout this show... There's a menace throughout Melbourne comedy scene named Wolf Boy. He's like a half wolf, half boy. He is uh, a nephew of someone who works at Token, so that's why we have to keep, you know, put up with him. He chewed off Carl Barron's legs. He rang me up very last minute, says, I can't make it to the studio. My legs have been chewed off. So instead, I just quickly just went online. I went on LinkedIn, just anywhere I can go, hey, I need a couple of people to come in here. I need to fill this spot. I'm wasting so much money renting this space. I don't want to cancel. So this week we have Carol Parker. Hi. Is that your name? Yes, I'm Carol Parker. I've been working for the Illuminati for 23 years now. I'm a publicist. Okay, so I saw that and I thought, well, is the Illuminati like a name of an agency or something? No, we're, we're more of an all-encompassing, uh, overarching power within the universe. What we try to do is just pervade everything in humanity and, you know, we just try and make it better. And unfortunately, over the last few years, maybe even 10 years or 50 years, I would say that there's just been some bad press for the Illuminati and I'm here to set things straight. Okay, so when you say Illuminati, you mean that the Illuminati, Illuminati, the conspiracy... Secret underground. Sure. This is all bad press that they've okay. been given, unfortunately. But that is the Illuminati that I'm talking about. Okay. So, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce? Well, I can't say how I know them. I have signed some non-disclosure agreements uh, due to some of the times that I have spent with them. They may be fun. They may be a little bit scary. And that's why I need to sign the non-disclosure agreements. But I do know them, through which I cannot tell you. Okay. Wow. That sounds that sounds like publicist talk for. I know them. I can't say I know them. Speaking of people I know, I don't know this other guy, Big Big Wave Dave. Hello. You piped in earlier. Now you can. Now I can. Now I can pipe in again. Yes. And I do love a pipe. That's a, a big wave you've got there. Thank wave, you. It is, um, I do like to wave big. I'm, a, I'm trying to bring, bring waves back to the community. I think it's a great mm. greeting that we've all forgotten about. And it's time big waves came back. That's beautiful. Okay, so I heard that name and I thought, are you a surfer or something? But you, you, Fuck you. Really, Fuck you. You really are just about waving. <laughs> Why would... This, this, you're like the third person that said this to me. Just because I spend half my time living in Hawaii and half my time living at Manly Beach 
doesn't mean that I'm a surfer. I just like to wave big. I think it's a great way for us to communicate to each other. It's socially distant. It's generous. I think we just need to bring back waves to people. And uh, like I came in here and neither of you waved at me. I found that quite offensive, to be honest. I'm deeply sorry. To be fair, the way I greet people <laughs> is by motorboating the air that surrounds them. You see, that's, a, that's a, a unique, at least. I appreciate that. That could be considered a type of wave. <laughs> okay, but you did, you did not feel that way before. You were just looking at me with a quizzical look. Like, why are you doing that? I did. I, I thought most times I get motorboated. That it's not just the air around me. They get right in. I spend my time around water a lot, so I, I've, I've got motorboats around me. And uh, you, your version is there also. And also, I rem Carol wrote, quickly wrote me a note. I didn't have a chance to look at it. After I motorboated the air, it looks like some sort of PR apology for motorboating the air around, so... You can't even stop publicising when you're off the clock. Look, I just can't. It, it's just part of my lifestyle. Um, you know, I was hired by the Illuminati because I'm just dedicated to my work. And I, I believe that people should be their work. You know, you should dedicate your life to being the thing that you are and you should be that thing that you get paid for in a capitalist society. That's what I do. And I might actually be in need of a publicist because I run courses every morning at sunrise on the beach and how to catch the big wave because my feeling is a good wave, they're just floating around. You just have to catch one and you just got to send it out and share yeah. it. But sometimes people show up to my workshops and they, they get angry and they sometimes they punch me. I don't understand. That's unfair. If you're talking about catching a big wave, again, you're using surface terminology. Maybe that's where the confusion and anger is coming from. I don't understand why people would automatically assume it's surfing. There's Waves have been around. People have been waving at each other for way longer than people have been surfing. But waves of water may have been around longer than humans have been around. Possibly. Too. I don't think there's any way to, to really know that for sure. Perhaps. Perhaps. Right. Okay. So the Illuminati, there's so many questions to ask. Go ahead. I'm, I'm an open book. I'm ready to talk about everything. So just go ahead. Anything you want to know. You didn't seem like an open book when I asked about Beyonce and Jay-Z. It really doesn't. When you go to a party and there's a ritual slaughter of an infant, you just have to really... I mean, you need to close your, close your mouth sometimes, don't you, Dara? I think that's a good advice at, at all times, to close your mouth at some times. At, yeah, at some times you always have to do things. Sometimes it's always the way to do things. Okay, let's just mo let's just go back here for a second. Let's move the boat back, so to speak. Okay. You're talking about slaughter of infants. It was a ritual slaughter of infants. That doesn't make it better. It's more of a more of a. Were these um, infants uh, virgins? I would assume so. I so don't believe they've had penetrative sex. It's yet. a virgin sacrifice. Yes. I mean, unless they were Epstein's kids or something. I don't know. Yes, he's a very nice guy. I spent half he? my time in Hawaii. Pardon? A very volcanic place. There's lots of um, virgin sacrifices have happened there. Oh, that's lovely. And I like when I wake up and I walk out my front door, I like to wave at the volcanoes and remember their spirits. That's a beautiful way to start the day. What a Thank wonderful you. thing to do. I'm sorry, but is waving the only thing you're all about? Hey... 
I've got a variety of sources of income. I run How to Catch a Big Wave workshops. I have a small candle business. I just like to get the wax between my fingers. Um, I, but that's, my, that's my main two. Candles in uh, workshops that confuse and anger people. Yeah, sometimes I say, you know, I run a workshop on how to get the wax on your board and, uh, and people come along and they get angry because I'm putting out a wooden board with a bunch of candles on it. And then, you know, just because I'm down there on Waimea Beach in Hawaii trying to teach people how to wax on a board, why, does, why do people assume that's going to be surfing? That's a strange one, isn't it? It just sounds like your industry, you know, waving just seems like such a peaceful thing and it just seems to Everybody bring Everybody waves. Worst. Surfing is a, a minority, but everyone waves. But you learn it when you're a toddler. Arms. I bet some of these kids getting sacrificed are post-waving, but they're probably pre-surfing. Yeah, they're probably, they're probably quite capable of waving, but not surfing on waves. I get that. They're probably not doing much of anything anymore What with the sacrifices. Oh, no, bless them there. So how do you do publicity for an underground sort of cult that controls everything well, you know how that is very secretive? I mean, you think publicity will be uh, just sort of, you know, not good for that. Well, you know, with social media nowadays, it's actually quite easy. And as we've been uh, permeating our influence throughout society so long, we've always been ahead of the times. You'll find that we've always been uh, using some form of mind control. I mean, some form of media of the time, perhaps called social media, uh, to disseminate the understanding of the good that we do for society and societies. Well, I like to think the first version of social media was people waving at each other. You, you make a connection down the street, you try to get as many waves as you can in a day. It's, it it's a wonderful much, way of thinking about it. It's pretty much the first Facebook. To be fair, on Facebook, there is an option where you can press, like, wave. They stole that some... from me. Okay. But no. Got a lawsuit against Zuckerberg. I'm, I'm looking for a lawyer at the moment. If anybody's listening that's a lawyer, I'm trying to sue Zuckerberg for stealing waves from me. I did uh, copyright waving in uh, 1978, and uh, it's been my thing since then. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm sorry. You, I, you copyrighted waving? Big waves in particular. Big waves. Okay, so... You're still allowed to do those little finger ones. You're allowed to do a little, like, a, a queen wave. But uh, a big wave, that's uh, Big Wave Dave, copyright, patented, TM, buy sticker. C, R. All the letters. Little C in a circle. Okay. Little, little TM in a circle. Okay, so explain to me. What, when does the line cr when is the line crossed from a small wave to a big wave? Well, it is mathematically we do have it mathematically patented at any wave that extends more than sixty two percent of the arm and arcs more of a forty two percent arc that is a classified as a big wave. If anyone's out there big waving and you have not taken my big wave workshop, how to catch the big wave, I'm running one this week. I'll be um, while I'm in Melbourne. We're running them down on St Kilda Beach, and then we're doing some on Bell's Beach. And uh, just keep check out on the website, how to catch a big wave, come on down, and then you'll be allowed to do a big wave without being sued by me. How wonderful. Thank Have you. you thought about doing some workshops, some of these big wave workshops, down at some of the beaches along the Great Ocean Road? 
Yes, I would love to. Perhaps Inlet and, and all of those places. I would love to. If anyone out there owns any of those beaches and would like me to come down oh, and wonderful. pay me an appearance fee, I'm happy to come down That's and teach idea. some big wave workshops. Yeah, some, maybe some people in uh, Apollo Bay or something like that, near the Twelve Apostles. Sounds lovely. I'm sorry, an appearance fee? I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay you money just to come on down and just say, just wave in I, a really big fashion. It's not just waving, Ross. There's technique. There's, it's about feeling the wave that is in the universe already and catching that big wave. And then you just kind of ride on the wave, turnings lefts and rights, and really feeling the splash of the universe in your face and just really sharing that big wave. I'm sorry, Carol, but I don't know if it's just me or not, but he really is leaning on the surface terminology. Well, I was wondering if there might be some elements of, like, a martial art to this. Not, not so much a surfing wave, but more of a, a martial arts style of discipline to it all. I mean, there's a, a sense of the universe, and I'm just wondering if there are ever people who take these waves too far. Or if there's a special circumstance under which you're able to wave, whereas others where you, you might, it might be more appropriate to do something else other than a wave. Like what, for example? What's better than a wave? Or what if the situation doesn't call for a wave? Couldn't you get into trouble for no, every, giving a good wave? Every situation calls for a wave. Mid-sex, uh, at the job, uh, riding a horse... Being, uh, being on a donkey farm and looking at the donkeys and asking how much for a donkey. All good wave opportunities. Well, you've sold me. That's quite right. Okay. You're going on donkey farms and you, you're waving at people when you arrive or you're, awa- you're waving in the middle of I wave bartering with them? I wave through all of it. I, uh, I'm, I'm down in Mexico a lot. A lot of lovely beaches down there. I've taught some lovely how to catch the big wave workshops down in some of the Mexican beaches and uh, while I'm down there I like to check out the donkey farms and sometimes ask if there's any donkeys for sale and I will wave when I arrive I will wave at every single donkey I think every donkey deserves a wave one time in their life one arm or two always one two arms that's more like a call for help everyone at home try a two-arm wave okay speaking of speaking of calling for help these infant sacrifices. Oh, yes. Aren't you worried about revealing that on a podcast that many listen to could get you in trouble with the authorities? I mean, I haven't revealed anything technically. I've, I've merely used some hypotheticals and... Okay. Well, it's a very big hypothetical. I was uh, just simply exhibiting some of the things that are obviously out of the realm of possibility that you might need to cover up if you're partying with some celebrities that are part of the Illuminati. Do you think Jay-Z has ever considered waving at these infants instead of sacrificing them? Well, you know, when you're going to a ritual sacrifice, it's more about the prosperity of the individuals within the ceremony rather than the, the individuals being sacrificed for this. I would say that, you know, as, as, a, as a cult group, as a, you know, as an overarching series of overlords that have been influencing society the illuminati is quite wonderful at promoting the the growth and and just the good uh, and best wishes to the future for all of its members 
That's gnarly. Thank you. Okay, now that is definitely something a surfer would say. I don't surf. Why? I don't understand why I'm getting accused of being a surfer just because I use a word like gnarly. You ca- I... You're talking about catching waves. Uh, look at the, how you're dressed. You're got uh, wearing a hat that says aloha. Uh, you do workshops on the beach. I mean, and, well, if it was just waving like a hand wave, you, couldn't you do that anywhere? The, the atmosphere, the, the weather at the beach... There's that dewy air that feels wet and your hand just goes through it, just carves through it. You can carve through a left slider or a right slider, whichever way you want to carve. And um, it's just that fresh morning beach air that's so conducive to great waves. So what do you think is conducive for great waves? Carol, you've listened to this man for the past 15 minutes or so. Well, so that... For the past, past 15 minutes or so, I, I've noticed that our big wave, Dave, is a, an astute businessman who's trying to push uh, a grand greeting of waving. And it does, it does use some words that have been borrowed by that surf culture, but I am convinced by him that well, I obviously... I have to point out that I'm quite positive the surf culture borrowed some of these terms from me. That's what I'm thinking, perhaps seeing that you have convinced me that waves have been around before. Like some, um, of the, some of the grommets, the little kids coming into the classes doing the waving, some of them will say, hey, big wave Dave, you know, why do, why do surfers say gnarly? That's our word. And I say they stole it from us, little grom. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, uh, my gosh. And they're, and they're, and they're, they're satisfied with that because the groms, they just love to learn. My goodness. What a shame when the... When the young have to learn something, such a harsh lesson. So you two kind of overlap in the fact that you have certain ideologies you're trying to push on people. I would say that, but it's more of a gentle sharing. I'm more like shoving it down their face until they accept how good it is. I'm not pushing anything. Oh, enthusiastic. Right, and the Illuminati is more like, we are shoving it down your face. But you're not exactly realising we're shoving it down your face. Look, we have an amazing, amazing team of people who are using social media to alter, alter your behaviour in ways that you might even not, not notice so that you can improve your lives as well. You may not have a choice in the matter, but if you're using social media, it's all in the fine print, which, of course, you've read. So you do know that, you know, the Illuminati and other uh, well-meaning institutions are using your data and all of the information about your lives to improve things for you with our agendas. Okay, is one of our social medias uh, hand-waving? According to Big Wave Dave, that's, that was the first social media. I love the, the discussion about the history of social media and the, the early discussion of social media via waving. That's wonderful. It's so interesting to me as a, as a media person myself, I love talking about how social media has evolved. And indeed, I believe that before cuneiform came along and people were writing and things, there would have been waves. I'm sure people would have been catching waves as well and you might well have been communicating via that. Wicked. Okay, I am just... I'm just sitting here right now and I'm just like... 
You're you're a surfer, dude. I'm not. I don't surf. I don't know why people would ever. Have think you it. ever? I I would never dare to oh, even you can, you consider can surfing. Us. You can tell us if you've been. Them in the surfers, water. they're down at the beach where we're trying to catch big waves, and they're just ruining it for us. Sometimes they'll sit on the sand looking out at the surf, and we're like, hey, this is wave territory here. If you want to catch a wave, hang with us. But if you want to surf, fuck right off. My gosh. I will admit, Big Wave Dave, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I just, I tried surfing once. I I got knocked off by a wave. So. Foolish, foolish. Listen, my PR is not working. We might need to get this PR lady in to help with my PR. Because some people. I can always help. Just when they hear about waves, they go to surfs. And it's, it's just a waste of time. Well, I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say here, the point I'm trying to make is maybe at some point you tried surfing, you got knocked off by a wave, so instead you just really glommed onto an ideology that kind of, where you felt you could control the wave. I, I, you you can control, you can't control the water, but you can control your hands. Do you I'm, have any proof of this? Yeah, I am adamant, and I... I don't have any scientific proof, but I feel like the waves, they're just out there. I just catch them. I don't make them. I don't control them. They're just there. And when they thrust their will upon me, I just ride that wave. So you feel like, to me, you just feel like a failed surfer that loves the lifestyle, loves the lingo, but you couldn't cut it out there in the waters. These are tall, tall claims. Very tall claims. I've never failed at anything other than really <laughs> establishing my workshop as a financially stable income. Oh, you're not financially stable? Some of my appearance fees have been going down a bit recently, and, I, and I've got some bad Google reviews, okay. which sure have hurt me. A few angry, disgruntled people that came down to learn how to catch a big wave and then didn't even want to catch a big wave. Oh, that's a terrible shame. Makes sense, because... <laughs> Who wants to learn about waving? It's a great... great Anyone can wave. Look, big waves? No, they can't. Yes, we can. I mean, this is an audio podcast, but just... I am waving right now. I'm doing a big wave right now. Do you have permission from Big Wave, Dave? That was like only a 42% extension of the arm, and you don't really enter into the full big wave territory until you get to that 62%. Shall I give it a go? Do I have permission to give it a go? I don't want to over. You have permission, overstep. but I want. I don't want you to just thrust your arm out. That's not big waving. That's not how to catch a big wave. Do I you want you to, to feel it. Close your eyes. Feel the universe around you. Feel it swelling up behind you. And then when it comes, just you know, reach out your hand and just and just stroke the air, the dewy, wet air, until you feel the movement, and then just ride that movement. How was that? Do you oh, I had my eyes closed. So. Oh, sure, sure. So do you need to, do you start at the neck or do you start at the outstretched arm? Do you need to, you know, does it come from the ground? Does it come from the air? I like to start on my belly and then I just kind of feel what's around me and then at one point I just pop up and have a big wave. Oh, right. So you just stump, start on your belly and you, you sense the universe around you thrusting itself I try, around you. I try and, and feel the wave behind me, and then I try and move. Oh, yeah, and just as the wave's coming away from you. the wave, but then oh. the wave catches up with me, and then I just pop up, and then it's a big wave. Oh, so you jump from the belly position onto your feet, and so you're jumping onto your feet, and you're able to stand up there and 
really catch that wave. You want to try and land on both your feet at the same time in a balanced position because some of these big waves could really knock you down. Oh we call that a wipeout in my industry. Carol, what? Carol, Dave, Dave, Carol. You're thinking about this way too much. You have fine motor skills, you can wave. Anyone can wave, but to catch those big waves, it's a whole different game. Do you need to have your feet in a specific position? I like to kind of be at a three-quarter uh, stance, a little bit of a squat. Because some of these waves, these big waves, they can really knock you to the feet. Uh, we call them a wipeout. In the in the wave tech in the wave industry. Oh, wow. yeah, again, another another piece of it, lingo, I was but to say, it is does a, sound familiar. I don't think I don't see that's got nothing to do with surfing. We, we didn't say that. We didn't wa- say that. Waving, it's it's almost like like think about wiping <laughs> a window and waving. Clearly, it's a wipeout. Well, I'll say when I when I tried out surfing and I got knocked out by a wave, that was a wipeout. Because you were literally wiped. I was wiped out by the wave. Yes. Right. That, that, that feels sense. like you're getting knocked off your feet by uh, by a swell of water. Yeah, I like wipe the, the 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 water, the wave of the water was like a wipe. I get knocked off. That's out. I'm out. You show me. I know this. Is, I know this is a podcast, but show me how you would wipe a window clean. <sighs> okay, so I'll I'll take my hand out. Have all my fingers. Just in a line. Um, Everyone at home, try doing it just to feel what Ross is doing. Yep. Uh, I have a cloth in my hand. I'll kind of just move into a left direction, then a right direction. That's a wave. You're, you're waving. That's a wipeout. It, it, why? That's, it does, nothing looks like falling off a surfboard. That looks like a wave to me. I, you're looking at me like I should be confirming, and I... Ross, I have to say that I am with him. It looks like a wipe of the window out. Wipe the something off the window pane out. Yes? Well, look who's on your side, Dave. The the woman who works publicity for a secret underground society kills infants. Is that who you want on your side? I mean, I have been on the side of power for a long time now. So I I would kindly say that I am quite a quite a formidable foe and quite a, a wonderful ally to have. I like to think, keep the enemies close, but keep the all-powerful underground network that controls the universe even closer. Wonderful. That sounds awful. I'm sorry. Oh, it's worked for Beyonce. So you have met Beyonce and Jay-Z? I mean, I never said that. I was just simply saying that there is an all-powerful uh, industry out there, an all-powerful a swell of authority that that does definitely do wonderful things for people. Okay, because she did once say you hate as a corny with that Illuminati mess, but Jay-Z has that hand symbol where it's mm. like he is, makes his like fingers into sort of like a triangle. I do see that. I've seen, I've him seen do that. that before. It's wonderful, isn't it? You know that Jay-Z is quite a wonderful speaker of American Sign Language. I it's find just... it pretty pathetic that you're trying to make some kind of hand gesture your thing. Like, what kind of person really wants that to be what they're remembered for? Well, there are some grand gestures out there that are quite wonderful, and you can't discount a, a wonderful person trying to simply speak to all people. 
So do you think that Jay-Z's hand symbol, instead of being the triangle, you would want it to be the big wave, right? No, that's my thing. I'm big wave Dave. So Jay-Z would need to pay you an amount of money. He would have to pay for an appearance fee and come and take one of my workshops. The next one's down on Bells Beach on uh, Sunday the 3rd of March. We start at uh, sunrise. We like to feel that dewy, wet air splash on our face. Uh, It might be cold, so wear your wetsuits. And um, just come on down and have a big wave and send Jay-Z down. I'm sorry, I don't think Jay-Z would be interested. I mean, he could definitely afford all of that. It would be just a droplet in the bucket for him. But why would he be interested in doing a big wave? Well, I I saw Jay-Z in a concert once and he was doing this fist bump situation with people. And I've just got to tell you, a fist bump is inferior to a big wave. Is it strictly inferior or do you find it... Is it just a, a simply more aggressive move that you I feel? find it very aggressive. It's a punching situation. You've got but a close fist. What if there's someone beside you and you don't realise a wave can also be quite violent? Well, I, I do teach in my big wave courses that we have to keep a good a metre and a half from each other. I've been doing that well since before this COVID stuff. Oh. Um, I am suing COVID for stealing the 1.5 metre oh, wonderful. social distancing from me. You can't sue a virus. I was thinking it was wonderful. It's time someone sued this virus. Well, I haven't got a lawyer willing to take the case yet, but if anyone down... Who would? It's, there's a lot of money in lawsuits. Yeah, but lawsuits you could win against people, against corporations. Hello, everyone. This is Carol Parker, uh, PR superstar to the Illuminati. I'm just saying, while you're listening, if you know a wonderful lawyer... Uh, This wonderful man, Big Wave Dave, who I've just been having a civil conversation with, is looking for a lawyer who might help him sue COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Thank you, Carol. And you've actually reminded me one of the techniques we teach down at the Big Wave Dave How to Catch the Big Wave seminars is to make sure you don't get your hand anywhere near coral or any of your body parts that can really scrape your knees and stuff. So practice safe waving wherever you are. Stay away from the coral. That's wonderful. Okay, so coral's the thing that's underwater. Sometimes it's underwater. Sometimes people like to dangle a bit around their neck as a, as a necklace. Sometimes they're in fish tanks. Sure, okay, but why would you be waving if you're underwater or in a fish tank or whatever? I find if I'm accidentally thrown in a fish tank, which happens from time to time from disgruntled former uh, seminarees, so if I'm in like a maybe a seafood restaurant and someone will see me, hey, big wave Dave, you bastard, they'll throw me in the fish tank. I don't respond aggressively. I'll just throw them a big wave and just uh, respond with them um, and show them what they missed out on by not finishing the course. You know, and sometimes there'll be some coral in there. I'll get a bit of scratch. Sometimes a crab will peck at my fingers. But uh, that's all just part of life as a big wave expert. How often is this happening that you keep getting thrown into fish tanks? Less, less sense of um, sworn off shellfish. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like to go near too many crabs anymore. Um, I'm sure I'm down on the beach most mornings. I like that dewy, fresh morning, wet air and the splash of the water on my face. That's why I go down there in the mornings. But uh, I've been staying away from restaurants with fish tanks. Right. Is there a way that you can perhaps perform some of these wonderful ceremonies away from a beach, away from all these water places? 
We have tried from time to time. I tried to set up a big wave seminar, how to catch the big wave with Big Wave Dave down in a park one time, and there were no sign-ups for some reason. I, I told everyone That's to unusual. get down at the park, and no one came. So uh, so we, 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 it was a failed experiment. Sticking but we, with the beach, right. It's just that dewy, fresh morning air with that wet splash on your face that I enjoy about a morning wave. Is it something about the salty air and the salty splash in your face? A bit of salty, dewy, 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 salty, fresh. Amazing. Are you able to wave in the waves? Well, I would never dare try never. to go into the surf. That's Can a, you swim? It's foolish. Are you, are you physically able to swim? I'm sure I'm physically able. I would never dare try that. Have you ever tried? Have you, no, you've, would, you've never tried in a, a swimming pool? Or only a, maniacs would go out into the ocean. paddling pool. Uh, maniacs? Okay. That, uh, it's a very normal thing to do. People love swimming. There's crabs out there. There's. Um, I mean, there are crabs outside the, the ocean as well. But out on the beach, you can see them crawling towards you and then you just run away. But in the ocean, they just probably, I assume, just come and take your toe off. I don't think that's ever happened. I've never feared the wrath of a I've crab seen, before myself. I've seen toeless people. I can only imagine <laughs> that it happened from daring to go out into the ocean and having a pincher of a crab just take your foot off. It could be any sort of thing that could cause someone to lose a toe, not just a crab. I was thinking of vindictive mafia, perhaps. You know, you've got gambling debts to settle and... You know, they've already so kneecapped your children and so they take your toes. So they hire a crab to... I was assuming it would be a big knife or a garden shear of some kind, but you could be right. I've never... I don't have the scientific proof. Gangrene from a... You know, a gangrene where people, you know, get the gangrenous legs and they lose their toes. Yeah, that's the mafia. <laughs> that's, that's the mafia. That's oh, one of my. their great methods. Look, I'll have to look into that. I've never heard that. I don't think diabetes is one of the... The main causes That's the mafia. They they force-feed you full of pasta until um, all that rich sauce and uh, very little waving in Italian culture. Really? Do you think they leave a a decapitated horse in your bed that's full of sugar? That can cause, I mean, you know... Your diabetes horse's head, hey, there okay. you go. What does everyone eat first of the gummy bear? The head. What does seeing a dead horse in your bed, dead horse head in your bed, make you feel like eating gummy bears? It's, I never thought about it like that. Well, it's so shocking. You want to calm yourself down with something just a little sweet after seeing something so, like, sour, Every you know? time I watch The Godfather, I just munch down on, a, on just the heads of a bag of gummy bears and I feel better after. What do you do with their bodies? I don't eat bodies. I, f- I find that obscene. <coughs> well, to each their own. Obscene how? It's like a decapitated, floating bear head, bear body with no head. It's disgusting. Yeah, but it's, gu- it's gummy. It's fake. Well, I've got a richer imagination than you, Ross. I can see the the bear in my mind that it was modelled after. Okay. Wait, you can see the bear in your mind that it was modelled after and you don't mind taking its head off? Well, it's just I'm forced into it from the memory of the dead horse head. Ah. So you don't want to chew off the gummy bear's heads. It's more of just dealing with trauma. It's, it's, it's PTSD. From oh I watch gosh. The Godfather every Sunday. I find it relaxing. It reminds me that there's evil out in the world. 
and then everyone should get down to the beach this weekend and take a seminar on how to catch the big wave with um, Big Wave Dave. It's quite a routine. Well, hurt people hurt animals. True. Is that what we're learning here? Hurt people hurt animals. Is that what that Johnny Cash song was about? Yes. Yeah, it was about that. I believe it was. It was about how his life is filled with many regrets, and one of those regrets is hurting all those animals. Especially eating the bodies of gummy bears. Well, he was the man in black, and dogs <laughs> see in black and white, so he was confusing to them. That is a unique point of view I have never considered, Dave. Thank you for really hurt enlightening those dog's me. You don't want to hurt a dog's feelings, do you? Sorry, Carol, you seem very patronising right now. You seem very on your, pardon the, the turn of phrase, on your high horse, on considering you're part of the Illuminati that's responsible for all the evil in the world. Well, I couldn't say that I'm, I'm part of the, the Illuminati. You are I'm... a publicist for them. You came in here saying that. You were quite oh, proud. yes, I am very proud. It's a wonderful role, and I've always been very interested in, in you know... Uh, being the best person that I can be, being the publicist to not only the stars, but the underground runners of our civilization. Yes, I feel like there are a lot of wonderful heads of industries that uh, people may not even be aware of who are part of the Illuminati, who are just doing wonderful things for society as a whole. And I just want to be there by their side, representing them in the best light that they can be shown in. Sometimes, you know, what you can't see doesn't get the best rap. And that's where I come in. Speak it, sister. High five. <laughs> uh, oh, you sound like you're just about to say bodacious. Oh, there's nothing wrong with the term bodacious. Wonderful. It's, a, it's another term that surfers use. Well, they've stolen that from me, if that's true. Bodacious, it's all about using your body to, <laughs> to the full experience. And one of those ways is really throwing out a big wave when, when you catch one, when you feel one swelling up behind you, and you just throw out the big wave. It's really bodacious. I'm sorry, big wave, Dave, but you are not just this big, just, just chestnut of ideas. Okay, you're not walking around inventing all these things, okay? These are things that have been around for a very long I've time. I've been around a long time. I was born in 1972. I've been big waving since 1978 when I first copyrighted the big wave. How does a, a six-year-old copyright something? Well, I was watching that great 70s sitcom, Maud. Starring that lady from um, from um, the Golden Girls. Uh huh. And then there's more. And then um, and she was talking about copyright, and I thought I'm in for that, some of that. And in her sitcom, the tagline was, "And then there's more." And then I misheard it as, "And then there's more." And then I thought, "What? Oh, I want more of." And I thought, "Big waves." That's wonderful. What a story. What an origin. As a lover of dissemination of information through controlled methods such as TV. I love that that is your memory. It was a great memory. Is the 1970s sitcom Maud starring B. Arthur the type of thing that you, f you would think as being a sort of a brainwashing tool, a sort of an influencer? Well, it all gave, also gave me my feminist ideals, and we do appreciate all female customers down at the Big Wave Dave School of big, Catching the Big Wave. Catch one soon. Uh, just come on down. 
down to the beach. You can wear your bikini or your weddy, whatever you whatever you like to wear down to the beach. And, uh, sure, but that's the 1970s version of, of feminism. That's not the more sort of recent intersectional feminism. Oh, I learned all my feminism from Maud. Yep, so 1970s feminism. I don't think they touched into in- intersectionality on Maud. I don't think it was necessarily a, a big thing then. It's but a good start, I believe. Everything's got to start somewhere, like a big wave. Starts near the shoulder, just extends out at least 62% degrees from the body with a, a full arc and a full use of the hand and arm. Would you say you're all about third wave feminism? Well, I, I, I think you're just confusing me. I like, wa- I like to waves, waving. I don't know if I've made that clear yet. My type of waves are the, from the hand as a greeting. Sure, but you're talking about feminism and you love waving. I mean, surely, third wave feminism. You're just taking a word that means one thing and, and thrusting that onto a word that I use for what I do. <laughs> it's not something I've invented. It's a, it's a term. It's what it's called. I must back up, Ross, on this occasion. I believe, why don't we change tact? And I'll, I'll talk about a different series of things and we could talk about, you know, a style of music and uh, in its first sort of, first big boom, you might find that it, it has a, you know, it has its original beginnings. And then in the second iteration, the big, you know, the, the larger dissemination of it, it, it might have a slightly different spice to it. And, and then, you know, we, we would call these, uh, you know, sections, uh, waves ourselves. And that is a term you know, say say we're talking about ska music, you know, the first wave. It's got its origins in, you know, perhaps you'd be talking about some of the Jamaican music that they like. You know what's a good the band? The Beach Boys. Really enjoy their tunes. I'm not surprised that you like that band. You look like you're, you're dressed up as a Beach Boys yes. fan right now. What, have you ever heard the artist Fish before? Fish? No, I don't like to go anywhere near the ocean. I stay away from all. Uh, I, I, this is P-H-I-S-H, not I, F-I-S-H. I am so dumbfounded. I thought you'd be the biggest fan. I think that would be, P word, that would be a pish. Okay, how can you say you like Beach Boys when they're very well known? They're known as surfer music. Hey, the Beach Boys very famously didn't surf themselves. They were forced to talk about surfing in their <laughs> songs by their management. But I have it on good authority that they preferred to have a big wave when they were down at the beach and had nothing to do with surfing. They were part of our group, uh, especially the Wilsons. Um, We were managing to keep them undercover when all of that uh, nonsense was going down. So I cannot deny nor confirm that they enjoyed surfing in the water or waving on the sand. Well, I have it on good authority that one beach boy, I think it's Dennis, that was friends with Marilyn Manson, no, the other Manson, Charles Manson, met him by just waving to him on the street one day and it, and it started up a friendship, which is one of the great things about really sharing a big wave <laughs> with the world is you'll make friends. Are you saying that so, you've aligned yourself with Charles Manson? We don't personally, down at Big Wave Dave's Big Wave Surf School, uh, no surfing allowed. We, <laughs> we, we don't align ourselves with any cults. Uh, we just like to group in a group together, hang out in a one big house and um, share the love 
That's and, wonderful. Um, Doesn't that sound delightful, Ross? Sure, but I would not go around advocating waving and just my lifestyle, my ideology by saying, hey, you can meet a famous cult leader you can meet that instigated a lot of murders. You can meet all sorts of famous people. It happens in that particular case that Charlie Manson ended up being a murderer. A well-known white supremacist murderer. I don't think the waving had anything to do with that. I think the waving helped make the friendship, the family. It's a very interesting concept, being able to separate the wave from the waver. I don't think you can. So what you're saying is Dennis waved at Charles Manson, got into the family. I believe this is the, the story that I've heard. Try to kill a bunch of famous Dennis, people and try to blame it on... Well, I don't want to get into this territory, but they want not, to try to start a race war is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Dennis did not do any of the murders. He was too busy being forced into sing about surfing when really he just wanted to be down on the beach feeling that dewy, wet morning air splash on his face and oh, the salty, throwing a big wave. salty air on his face. Salty, the salty, salty splash salty, on his fresh face. Air. The salty splash on his face, right. Dennis was kind of a mentor to me when I was six. We used to see him down there on Santa Monica Beach and we'd just wave at each other. Where, where do you come from? Born at, born at Manly Beach in Sydney. I split my time between Sydney beaches, Hawaiian beaches, Californian beaches, and then just any other beach that'll offer me an appearance fee to come down and teach me oh, my Big Wave Dave nice. how to catch the Big Wave schools. Has the, the race riots in Cronulla, are you familiar with the Cronulla beaches from your workshops? I am. I've taught many a, a Big Wave course down there. Oh my. I can... I was there the day the riots broke up. I did have a few angry customers that morning that were seemed to be somehow disappointed with my course. They they seemed oh, to think it was going to be something different, and they went on an angry rampage after. Um, but I don't take any blame or credit for what happened after that. If they don't read the paperwork that says "Come and learn how to catch a big wave," and then I try and teach them how to catch a big wave, if they're not into that, that's Hardly on my, hardly how, my how fault. How do you, what is the strict wording for your courses? I'm just trying to get to the heart of why there are all so many just confused people that seem to be getting involved. Well, it doesn't, I, every new flyer I bring out, I add in bigger and bigger letters, come and learn how to catch the big wave, meet big wave Dave, see us on the beach, get that splash of dewy fresh morning water on your face and learn how to throw a big wave out there and just feel one swell up behind you and just go on that ride. And uh, I just keep explaining it, but uh, I still disgruntled people. Have you put a disclaimer in there at the bottom? No actual water needed on the body. Uh, No surfboard required. I I think it's... You see, Carol, that would imply that Big Wave Dave is uh, smart, you know, enough to know when he will be misconstrued. I believe I understand where you're coming from, Ross. I just don't see how anyone would think I would be talking about anything else when I'm very clearly talking about throwing out a big wave as, as a greeting. Dave, may I say, just kindly, as one uh, one media personality to another, perhaps you need to put yourself in these other people's uh, flip-flops and know that perhaps they're not you know, coming from the wise and understanding of the world of the wave as you. Perhaps they might know all these terms from the surfing world and perhaps they may need 
a little bit of coaching uh, in order to understand that you're you're talking about the hand gesture well, rather than I, the, the hear, wet pastime. I think I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is I should take their money and then um, put them into the spreadsheet and then as they're walking away, just throw them a big wave so they just there's no doubt about what they've just signed up for. I'll just I'll just wave them goodbye as they're walking out of the store. That's one way of doing it. I was actually thinking of perhaps you going into more detail verbally with them, you know, using terms other than the specifically terms that you have said have been co-opted by the surfing community. That is a radical idea. I will give it to you. I thought. mean no offence. I just mean no offence. None taken. Thank you very much. I will say any offence I have caused to you, Big Way Dave, it's all, it all should be taken as such. It has been. Particularly when you accuse me of being a surfer, which I just find really offensive. I don't know where you're getting that from. Well, again, we talked about dead horses before. I feel like I'm beating a dead one by saying... I believe I th- the term is flogging. Flogging a dead horse. No, it's beating off a dead horse. Oh, well, that's news to me. Don't you just learn that's, that's something you, you do. You learn stuff. Everything. In that famous comedy film where Tom Green, he... He grabbed that horse and he beaded it off. That's I believe right. that was a moose. Ah, yes. Is Tom Green a part of the Illuminati? No, but the moose was. Wow, okay. And Drew Barrymore, his ex-wife. She's, she's wonderful, but she got into it through her parents. And I think it's just so nice to see the family tradition continued. Tradition of being an underground society that secretly controls the world. Absolutely. We've been bringing the world through all of its ages. It's just been such a nice time. And, you know, when when society needs to improve, we just, you know, we kill them off with a disease. I mean, we uh, we find, I mean... Okay, back up, back up. Motorboat back up here. All right, I'm, I'm just, I'm pedalling, I'm pedalling, you know. You're releasing diseases. No, we're not. I'm just admitting on this podcast the Illuminati is responsible for COVID. I wouldn't say that... Any of our specific members are responsible for COVID, but it has been shown in the past that through some of our hardship that the Illuminati and all of our members have managed to better society through some of the harder times. Look at after the the Great Plague in Europe and, you know, we might have considered it the Dark Ages, but they've just been... There have been so many improvements since then. We can't look at the past and say that harm was caused even though a third of the population of Europe died. Was the it two thirds? Two thirds oh. survived. That's right. People that's don't it. focus on that enough. Yes. So what you're saying is the end justifies the means. Absolutely. Okay. So speaking of ends, and you did just mention paddling, just for anyone who's coming down tomorrow morning for my How to Catch a Big Wave workshop, if you are worried that your arms are too short, we will provide paddles for you and we'll do a quick paddling workshop right before the start of the main workshop if you want to learn how to use those paddles. So if you, if you want to learn to paddle uh, before the How to Catch a Big Wave workshop, just get there 10 minutes early. Okay, so why are you holding a paddling? Sometimes if people want to throw a big wave out there, they're, they're worried their hand's too small or their arm doesn't have a big enough arc, so we just put a paddle at the end of their hand. We call it paddling, and uh, you can really just extend your size of your waves if you know how to paddle well. Carol, I think you have more of a, more patience for big wave, Dave, and I do. 
What are your thoughts, Ross? Do you think it's a considerate thought that he might be thinking about people with smaller arms? Dave, is this a, a free additional workshop before your... No, it does cost an extra twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, oh, that's a reasonable price. If you do throw the $30 cash down, particularly if we're in the United States uh, where the penny still exists, uh, we will provide you that one penny change. But if you're here in Australia, you'll have to play with a card to pay that only the $29.99. If you pay with $30, I'm sorry, the government will not let me refund that last one cent. It's always the government's fault, isn't it? Oh, I can't actually say that. I... I believe there are some wonderful people in power nowadays and, and have been in the past that have always been looking out for the good of the humanity. The Illuminati. Just say the Illuminati. The Illuminati are responsible. The Illuminati are which responsible. Thank you. Which members of parliament currently are puppets of the Illuminati? I believe Malcolm Turnbull is the prime puppet. He's, he's been a puppet for quite a long time. Uh, I, w- I would say that Tony Abbott is a quite a strange puppet of the Illuminati. I've never really quite understood why they made him such a figurehead. But nonetheless, the push was there. And, you know, when the, the members convene, they reach now, a decision. When I'm down at Manly Beach doing one of my big wave, how to catch a big wave workshops, oh, yeah. I sometimes see Tony Abbott down there in his Speedos. And I'm like, hey... Want to come learn how to catch a big wave? And he laughs at me and runs into the ocean. Is that the Illuminati forcing him to do that? <laughs> I believe it's just because he's got a bit of onion in his eyes. Needs to splash his face around to get the onion out. <laughs> well, there is that dewy, fresh morning air down at the beach, so it's probably I, I a good place. He may be the kind of person who enjoys the the splashing around physically in the water. No offence to your wavers, what a Dave. maniac. <laughs> I just don't know what else I can add right now. I just, um, Wicked. Yeah. Wicked. Hang loose. Hang tight. All that stuff. What? As a, as a non-surfer and a, I won't say I'm a non-waver, but as a novice, a grom, if you will, I don't understand what is the difference between hanging tight and hanging loose. Well, hanging tight is like you're a bit more on edge and hanging loose is like you're more relaxed. Right. They do. I've heard them used interchangeably from time to time and sometimes it just puzzled me. Well, sometimes. I mean, it's the same thing. That's what people need uh, to know. Well, so we do just... have a new uh, workshop we're teaching down at the school on how to hang ten, which is a double-handed wave with all ten fingers involved. It's not technically a big wave, but if you want to learn how to hang ten, come down to Big Wave Dave's How to Catch a Big Wave workshop and uh, ask about the hang ten. That bonus sounds workshop. very, very Bob Fossey to me. You know, you've got all of the fingers involved. He was, of course, given some of his wonderful ideas by our our wonderful overlords. Of course. Are you saying that the movie All That Jazz is actually a product of the Illuminati? Well, we were going to call it All That Power and then All, all That uh, Illumination and then we're going to call it All, all of Those uh, all of those Leaders and we just got stuck and so we just went, All That Jazz! And, you know, with the, when the hands went up, we all... I can't say I was there, but I've heard... Through my, through my years of service to the Illuminati that 
that uh, their hands being thrown up in protestation over a, a difficult decision being reached in the meetings. Well, they were they were coming up with the moves that Bob Fosse used. You know, I just want to point out while you're talking about throwing your hands up in the air, that uh, some people ask me, is are jazz, jazz hands a big wave? And I just want to make it clear, yeah, okay. jazz hands are not a big wave. Okay. They're jazz hands. They don't use the full 62% arc of the arm. So that is clearly not a big wave. And uh, I just put that out on the podcast so nobody can ask me that again. What hopefully. was the other extension? Was it 46%? 46%. 46, my... 46 uh, and 62. Is the degree of movement and 62% use of arm. Wonderful. At minimum. You can go all the way to 100 on both. Could you ever go past 100? I don't think anyone's tried it. But if anyone wants to try it... Are you in the... Uh... Are you interested in experimental styles of waving? Oh, we'll, we'll take any kind of wave down to big waves, how to catch the big wave school and uh, try them all out. And if anyone wants to add something to the collection of big waves, come on down. So fascinating. Do you have a lot of dancers and other, you know, physical movers that yeah, get involved with that all kind sorts of thing? Of, all sorts of people, you know, we get, we get corporate types that want to know how to wave better in the office. We oh. get... Uh, we get uh, movie stars that find their waves on camera don't look natural. We get uh, priests that want to wave at people in their churches. These are sounds like all walks of love. Yeah. Provided they aren't surfers. Do you take surfers? You oh. know the reformed ones trying. Oh, sometimes to... they try and sneak in, and then they and they end up punching me during the workshop. And oh my I... goodness! But you don't you don't want to try and teach them. If they want, genuinely want to learn how to catch a big wave, I'll, I'll teach them how to catch a big wave. You just pay that ninety nine ninety nine for the initial oh, workshop. It's only ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine for the extra for a pay. workshop on waving. That is extremely expensive. Yeah. But that is something that you can add to your resume. How I can wave real good. Special skills, certified, know how to throw a big wave. Amazing. Won't be sued if one happens in your watch. I'm sorry, but I feel like if I applied for a job as a like a admin or something, they would not care that I could do a big People wave. People love a wave down in the office. You pop up from your cubicle and throw a big wave down to the boss down in the corner office. He goes, you know who I'm going to take to lunch today? Big wave, Mike, that just waved big at me from cubicle seven. My goodness, I've never thought about it that way. I can imagine so many good applications for a big wave. Beside from a, a beach, using a surfboard. It's just uncanny. You've really opened up my eyes. Thank you, Carol. You're That's most gnarly. welcome. Well, Carol, I think I think Big Wave Dave needs a lot of help with his publicity. I I have I do have a fee. It just so happens that it's a little bit more than the ninety nine ninety nine, and we can discuss that later. Well, look, you do publicity for Illuminati, a society famous for trying to keep itself secretive. Well, we could do a barter system. I'll give you one free uh, taster, or you can uh, you can watch one of my courses and see if it's for you, and uh, and you can do my PR for me. Barter system. I see what you're saying. I, I know what you're doing, but I'm a little bit older than you, and I didn't get where I am working for the most powerful organisation in human history by using the barter system. So perhaps we can work something out at, at a little bit of a later date. I I. I do hear what you're saying, Ross, that they're a secretive society, but it, 
it just helps to have someone on your side who's good with social media and algorithms and the things that modify your behaviour without you even knowing about it, who can really push the benefits of an all-knowing and all-powerful society within. Right, you have brought up social media a lot, and social media, waving was the first social media. I consider it the first form of social media. Yeah. For me, I I believe it comes back down to the cuneiform writing on tablets, but I've always been more of a literal person than a than a, a physical movement style person but I can I hear what you're saying and I'm so curious to talk about the history of communication between humans well maybe that's something we can say for an, another podcast oh wonderful maybe we can get into the depths of the origins of cave painting and human writing and, and waving did. well no I want to ask more about the Illuminati and how you got to be a publicist in the Illuminati oh of course because that's I think that's to me the potatoes of the orange that the people are interested in peeling alright through all of those metaphors I believe you're asking for how they got how I got my job is that what you're asking yes I am known for using overly complicated metaphors in succession <laughs> That's okay. I I like it. I've been listening for a long time and I've been enjoying it, Ross. So, you know, I was was just doing some study at school. I went to to Melbourne Uni and I I did my Bachelor of Communication specialising in in, uh, media, in mixed media, and and then in social media as a a postgraduate study. And then one night, while I was just getting into my nighty to go to bed, well, back in the day, way back in the day, I just heard a gurgling and I thought it sounded like the plug had been pulled out of my bath water, but I hadn't run a bath. I hadn't had a bath in, you know, a good few hours. So I, I was wondering what that gurgling deep, uh, you know, it's quite a, a gurgling dark sound. And all of a sudden, a demon burst into my bedroom and... I'd, I'd just, I'd made, I'd made myself decent, which was quite lucky. And I, the demon said to me, I, I see you've, you've uh, developed some understanding of social media and how humans communicate and a little bit of the psychology side of things. Would you be interested in, in working for some of our, our leaders in the Illuminati? And I just said, you know what? I don't know a lot about it, but I, with my limited experience, I feel like I would love to be shackled to, I mean, I would love to be, you know, brought into the world of the Illuminati, even if it does mean upon leave, leaving I might die uh, secretly. Uh, perhaps it would be wonderful for me to take this path and see what good I can do for humanity. And I've, I've never regretted it once. It's so wonderful knowing that the... The leaving upon, no leaving upon threat of death can be a little bit terrifying, but it's wonderful to work for an organisation that just does so much good for the world. And can I ask, when this demon appeared, did he wave hello? Oh, he just cuts straight to the chase, Dave. I I believe that demon might be key. He may be uh, ready for your workshop. I just feel like he would have made a better impression had he introduced himself with a nice big wave and uh, one that he'd studied how to do so he didn't cause any accidents and uh, didn't have any wipeouts 
like you train to be a PR rep in communications, but there are people that will attempt away without doing the proper training, and I just think that's really dangerous for the world and for the society as a large. I appreciate how concerned you are for society. I that's don't. Wonderful. I I don't think demons care about social etiquette. Well, I think I, don't, I can't believe that's what you took away from that story. I took away that Carol was kidnapped by a demon and forced to work for the Illuminati under threat of death. And what you got from it is waving. Let's talk more about waving. Had the demon waved, maybe she'd be telling the story of a beautiful angel appeared, waved at me and gave me the best job opportunity of my life. So demons that know waving are just angels? Is that what you're saying? It's just sometimes things are just how you look at them. If, if you look at the positive in things... That's how I get through the day. You just look at the positive. You understand that sometimes bad things happen by our human overlords and by our demon underlords. And you just know you've got to put a positive spin on things and let people know the good in the world. It's all about balance. We teach hope. Ba- we teach balance down at the How to Catch the Big Wave workshop. That's wonderful. And our balance is really important. Carol, I'm very sorry, but I mean, before I was getting at you about being cagey, but now I understand you have like a a metaphorical gun to your head. Oh, it's quite literal. Uh, Metaphorical and literal. Yes, it's it's more of a. I was going to ask about the demon standing behind you with a gun barrel to your face. Maybe you are an angel from all the waving, but it's most people can't see it. It is a, a literal demon with a fiery gun of death. It's a hellish gun, if you will. That was a demon this whole time? I thought it was wallpaper. Oh, good spotting. I'm a demon! Yeah. I'm not wallpaper! That's right. I, I... Wow. He doesn't like being confused by things, but he can't always be seen. Why is he gurgling? Have you ever tried being wall- wallpaper uh, demon? He just gets a hair stuck in his throat sometimes. That's what gets him, you know, clearing it a bit. And that's the sound that I heard coming into... I just feel this demon, if he's hanging around walls, of course he's going to be confused for wallpaper. I think that's a logical uh, step. I don't see why the demon's angry about that. Well, we just happened to come into a room with demon wallpaper, and I think it's quite (laughs) unique. It's such a just a coincidence, really. I am a 3D demon, not a 2D paper. Oh, I agree, darling. Don't worry about these guys. It's just an honest mistake, and you know how that can be. I just think if you're adjacent to something that's kind of similar to you, you should be. It's pretty natural to be accused of being that thing, and I don't know why anyone would be upset. I mean, it's wonderful sometimes. You stand next to a, a photo of a movie premiere, and there you are with Hugh Jackman or Naomi Ross, and you just think, oh, I'm... I'm really in in it now. I've I've hit the big time and I'm surrounded by wonderful people. I agree. Adjacency. If you're standing next to Hugh Jackman, you are also a movie star. That's right. That's how it works. Also with a bit of help from yours truly. Me, I mean. Public relations. Yes. Okay, if the steamer has just cocked his gun. I would never work for anyone other than the Illuminati. I do appreciate that the demon uses a hell gun with a silent cock because... It's, I mean, we're recording it. You would not I know, want it's, it to it's, interrupt. It's very yeah. 
very um, consider it, consider it to the podcast. Uh, Stephen, I compliment you on your silent cop, and you're just... Um, now you're just asking for just, attention, aren't you? Yeah. This is a heaven gun! Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not up to date on the new new models. Why are the heaven guns louder than the hell guns? It's too honest, the heaven guns. They're too they honest, that's lie. it. They cannot tell a lie. Yep, that's I'm right. I'm cocking a gun at your face. Are oh, you going to hear it? Yep. It's like I'm going to blow your head off. I can't... Do this without warning you, though. Too honest. You want a hell gun sometimes because then it's going to, you know, you you just get a bit of a surprise, really. Okay. He's pointing the hell gun at me. I can feel it, but I can't hear it. Bambeezel, just know that we're disseminating the good word here, the good word of the Illuminati. We don't need to... Don't need to be cocking things. Hey, Bambeezel... Instead of throwing a gun in someone's face, have you thought about throwing a wave? Just uh, like a big wave and just riding it and seeing how it feels. Enough from you! Uh, Bang! Big wave, Dave! Is that your shoulder or your heart? Uh, Blood is splashing out of my shoulder. Oh no! Can you, you wave? Sh- I can feel it splash in my face. It's dewy oh, wet. It's everywhere and it's warm. It's salty. Yeah, dewy. <laughs> dewy fresh. Oh god. Oh my. Is there a medical, a doctor, or someone close by? Or a lawyer. I'm probably going to sue this demon if anyone wants to take my lawsuit. Oh, good luck. Good luck. I don't think you can sue demons. I'll just tack it on to my COVID suit. You can't sue viruses. Okay, this is probably a good time to start wrapping up. Wrap up that arm with a tourniquet and this well, uh, podcast. Yeah, we will, we'll wrap it up and, you know, just leave him bleeding there and let someone, you know, discreetly just, heal I'll him. Just tie this up with the rubber leg rope I have attached to my leg so I don't have my shoe drift away. And then I'll keep it nice can, and tight. Dave, can you wave? Big wave, Dave. Can you still wave? Holy shit, I can't lift my arm. I can't wave! <laughs> Basil. You son of a bitch! I'm kind of on the demon side now. Has <laughs> anyone got anything, bloke? Sue you so hard. Okay, big wave, Dave. You're suing. You're you're, you're plugging your death and I'm your lawsuits. Plug my upcoming lawsuits against uh, surfers for stealing my um, terminology. My lawsuit against COVID, and uh, for using the letter C, which I've got trademarked and copyright writ. And uh, make sure you come down to Bell's Beach tomorrow. I might not be there, I'll be dead, but I, I'm going to try and get this PR lady to get Drew Barrymore to fill in for me, so maybe Big Wave Drew will be down there. But either way, sure. there'll be a Big Wave workshop tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you there. Thanks for having us, Ross. Fuck you, demon. <laughs> Carol Parker, you got anything to plug? Oh, I do. You know what? Scott Morrison says that he's a Christian, but he really is doing the devil's work. And just stay tuned for all of the wonderful things that he's doing to uh, to Australia, especially the way that he's allowing uh, oil companies to to come in and, and make the most of our, our wonderful country. 
you'll you'll see people complaining about birthing trees being uh, destroyed and history being uh, destroyed. But just know that Scott Morrison really is just doing a wonderful job and he's being put in power for good reasons. And just know that you can speak up if you like, but you're just powerless unless you shout. Always wave. Try waving. Try and save your strength there, Dave. Oh, he's sticking his finger in it and splashing it around. He's got a very pointy finger, doesn't he? It's like it goes from finger skin straight to nail. It's as painful for him as it is for Big Wave Dave. This is a gnarly wound. Uh, well, what I've got to plug is uh, the improv pit. Is uh, They do improv shows. Thursday nights at the Shaw Davy, the Shaw Davy Slum. I've heard. Oh, you know about it on the socials. They're really fun shows. I like to get down there and I I give the suggestion wave every time. Just, just make sure it's a good show. Yeah, it's very annoying. It's very annoying. I've been there with Big Ray Dave there, and it's very annoying. Oh, it sounds quite on brand, though. At least he's doing good things for himself that way. I suppose I get it now, having talked to him today, but. Now I'm kind of even more annoyed. That's just the entirety of his personality. Uh, but yeah, improv shows each Thursday night. Come along. You know, it's a whole lot of fun. I heard that they're running classes now. Yeah, speaking of workshops, there's workshops for improv. The Improv Pit. Just go on the Improv Pit Facebook and Instagram. Look them up. All the details are there. Wonderful. Am I am I doing this right, Carol? Anything. I mean, you're the publicity whiz. You're quite. You're doing quite a wonderful job. Anything worth doing is worth taking a workshop in. Is that your final words for this show? Yep. Carol. Wise, Wise words. Uh, stay in, involved in uh, keeping your head down and your head in the sand. Yes, that's 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 me. That's all for me. Thank you so much, Ross, for having me on. It's been lovely talking to you both. I have mixed feelings. Now here's my sign-out phrase. Ross Purdy, that's